Welcome to episode 20 of the She Starts Now podcast. I actually had a completely different topic ready for today, but decided to change it at the last minute after a huge breakthrough I experienced last week when it hit me that I haven't been practicing what I preach and I want to get real with you. And right before I started recording this, I noticed that it would be released on Wednesday, August 2nd, which is exactly six months after my 50th birthday, February 2nd. And this realization makes the subject of this episode even more personal for me. So I'm calling myself out today and giving you the scoop on what sparked this breakthrough and why I'm choosing to take a break from social media. And hey, I invite you to join me on this break if you need it too. All right, here we go. Hey friend, you're listening to She Starts Now, the podcast for women who are ready to stop waiting and start living. I'm your host, Jackie Dumaine, and I'm inviting you on a mission to explore what it takes to step out of your comfort zone and into your courage zone. If you're looking for thought-provoking conversations and inspiring stories from women who turned pain into purpose and you want to learn how you can do it too, I think you're going to love it here. She Starts Now is my story. She Starts Now is your story. She Starts Now is our story. So let's begin, shall we? Welcome, 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 my friends. You know, I had some high expectations for my life and big plans for the She Starts Now vision going into this year, the year of 2023. There's something about turning 50 that really lights a spark under your ass to take action on unlived dreams and ideas you've tucked away under that cozy, warm blanket, also known as your comfort zone. And although I did follow through on a couple really big projects, like launching this podcast and also hosting the She Starts Now live event back in April, which was a highly produced, interactive, transformational experience that was attended by over 70 women. And I'm super proud to say it raised almost $7,500 for the Safe Haven Foundation, which is an organization that provides safe and secure housing, mentorship, and resources for homeless and at-risk teenage girls. So yeah, I, I did a couple of really big things. And I'm certainly not dismissing that or diminishing that. But what I'm realizing is that in order to have accomplished all of that, it required me to cultivate a really deep sense of focus and intention. Focus and intention, which is exactly what's been completely missing in my life lately. And it's why I also feel like somewhat of a hypocrite. Okay, why? Why do I feel that way? On July 26th, so last week, I released a podcast episode on the importance of being present, especially when you're going after a goal, a dream, trying something new, or if you just want to make some big transformational shifts in your life, you have to be present and intentional. I shared a checklist with a few telltale signs that you're not being present and a few simple tools to bring you back when you start to drift. Yet here's the thing. I haven't been practicing 
those tools myself in recent months. My energy has been incredibly scattered. And although I'm brimming with an abundance of exciting ideas and projects that are itching to be brought into the world for you, nothing is moving forward with a sense of grounded clarity. And, you know, when I say that, I should probably rephrase that because it's not like nothing is moving forward. I just don't feel as grounded as I would like to. A lot of moving parts in my life right now, everything's still getting done, but yet I don't feel like I'm making traction on what really matters. And social media has been pulling me into its dark pit more than I'd care to admit. And thanks to that screen time app on my iPhone, yikes, I was hit with the hard reality that I spend way more time on social media apps than I do connecting with human beings and connecting with myself too. Like a lot more time. Like a lot, a lot. (laughs) I began noticing that I couldn't even head out on my precious, and when I say precious, it is precious, early morning walk without finding a podcast or an audiobook to listen to. And like not just any podcast or audiobook, I had to find the right one. Like it had to be the right one, even if it meant sitting by my front door with my sneakers laced, my headphones on, scrolling through my phone for 27 minutes. Like seriously, it took me 27 minutes last Tuesday morning. And I know this because I started my like my fitness walk app on my watch as I was about to leave and then stopped to find the right podcast. And when I looked down, it showed that I had been walking for 27 minutes, which I had not been. So it took me 27 minutes to find something that quote unquote inspired me. And I'll correct myself there. It was really something to distract me. Now, don't get me wrong. I love me a good podcast or audio book, but I know the difference between wanting to listen to something with intention and just needing something to distract me. So also, the soul-sucking comparison vampire has also been knocking on my door with a vengeance lately. And each time I try and tell it to F off, it comes back, teasing me with the lie that I'm not far ahead enough, I'm not fit enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not loved enough, I'm not enough enough. Like seriously, it's nauseating and I'm like fucking sick of it. Part of my French, but I am French. So there. (laughs) Here's the worst part of it though. The worst part is being actively aware that like I'm I've been consciously choosing to engage in this addictive pattern of social media. Like I've been consciously choosing to engage in it, knowing full well it wasn't supporting me and yet kind of feeling unable to just put it down, to stop. And I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with over the last 13 years or so who found themselves in a state of conscious and aware stuckness conscious and aware stuckness. So painfully knowing that 
they were engaging in or about to engage in something that doesn't align with the vision they have for their lives. And I'm going to use a really simple and general example here. This is not deep or profound, but it's it's going to get the point across. So let's say you are lactose intolerant. Okay? You're lactose intolerant, but you love cheese. You're at a party and there's a huge charcuterie spread laid out with cheeses from around the world. You know, they have those little flags on them that tells you what country they're from. And it all seems so luxe and special and you can't resist. You know that eating the cheese will cause intense stabbing stomach pains that will last for days and will cause you to cancel plans that you had with your friends. So you know all this. And yet, you do it anyway, even though the vision you have for your life is to live pain-free and to cultivate connective friendships. That's the vision you have. But you start to put the cheese on your plate anyway, while you silently whisper to yourself, this is going to hurt, this is going to hurt, this is going to hurt. And your friends who know you and know your lactose intolerance also tell you, that's going to hurt you. Like, that's going to hurt you. Stop. That's going to hurt you. But you keep loading up the plate. The cheese is from France, from Germany, from Switzerland. You just keep loading up the plate with the conscious awareness that the pain and canceled plans are right around the corner waiting for you. And then you eat the cheese. Then the pain comes. Then you cancel your plans. Then you beat yourself up. I knew better. I knew this would happen. I knew it. Why didn't I just put the cheese down? So there's not only the physical pain, there's the emotional pain of consciously engaging in something that doesn't support you. You're fully aware that you're hurting yourself. And based on all my research on awareness and toxic patterns, what I know to be true is that this is the most debilitating type of awareness there is. I also know this from personal experience, like many personal experiences. It hurts like hell, yet it's almost always, almost always a very necessary and very beautiful catalyst for change. That pain is a catalyst for change because at some point you wake up thinking enough and getting to that point of enough is empowering But getting there is not always, well, it's not enough. Getting there is not enough. Without action, you stay caught in the loop. And I absolutely have been feeling that I was caught in a big fat loop until recently. So last week, I had the privilege of being guided through a pattern-breaking transformational psychology modality that literally blew my mind. I'm still trying to find the words to accurately describe the experience, and you know what? If I don't find them, I'm totally okay with that because, as they say, some things are better left unsaid. And I believe that sometimes when you have a powerful experience, holding it in within you locks it in a lot more than having to, you know, share it with the world. 
It was a super loud reminder for me that what keeps us stuck in a painful loop is almost always attached to a belief or thought we're trying to run from rather than make friends with. So without going into too much detail here, I had a massive liberating breakthrough on so many levels, and it was crystal clear what I needed to do. So first thing I needed to do, I'm not going to tell you about it, actually. I'm not quite ready to share this one with you just yet, but I'm telling you, it's lighting my soul on fire, and I'm really looking forward to inviting you to learn more about it in the coming months. But right now, I just have to hold it. I have to hold it as something sacred. You know, when something just clicks, it's that kind of thing. And it kind of reminds me of the Rubik's Cube. I remember the first time I solved it, and it was after weeks of trying. I could have given up a dozen times, but I didn't. And when it finally happened and all the colors lined up, it's like the clouds parted and the angels sang. And by the way, once you solve it once, it's way easier to solve again. And I loved my Rubik's Cube and I loved solving that damn thing. It's also like, and I talked about this on a previous episode, the puzzle pieces of our lives, right? When you really start to stop focusing on all the hard ones and just kind of let the easy ones fall into place. And eventually the hard ones just drop into place, right? So, something clicked for me that caused me to make a decision. And I'm going to share that with you in the coming months. The second thing, and I'm choosing to share this with you right now, is I am making the conscious choice to take a step back from any unnecessary social media, in particular Instagram, which is my drug of choice, starting on August 3rd. Now I'm guessing it'll last about a month. I I just need a little break from it. And I haven't taken a full social media break in, I'd say, probably eight or nine years. And the last time I did, I blogged about it. So I might dig up that blog and, and maybe go back to some of my journals and see what came up for me then. But I remember it feeling so incredibly freeing. And the reason I'm doing this is because social media right now is it's like my cheese. Okay. It's, it's the cheese. It's even though I'm not lactose intolerant, but you get the point, right? I keep, I keep eating it even though it hurts. And for me, consciously choosing to take this break and reduce my consumption is an integral step to creating the space I need to call in more silence. I want more silence, less noise, more creating. You guys, there's stuff I want to create for you. So I want to do that and consume less, more implementing and less thinking. And what I mean by that, instead of thinking about all the things I really want to do, I actually want to do them. And the excuse that there isn't enough time is a bunch of bullshit because my phone tells me that I have the time. I've just been spending that time doom scrolling my life away on social. I want more human connection and less comparison. And I also want more nothingness, like just more nothingness and less of the everything 
greatness. So in other words, I want to do more of the things that fill my cup and less of the things that create like a big leaky hole on the bottom of the mug, right? I don't, I just, just don't want that hole on the bottom of the mug anymore. I want a really nice full cup of energy and presence. Now, I'm not saying there isn't a place for social media because there absolutely is when it's done with intention. I I think social media definitely has its place to add to our lives. I truly do. I've used it as a platform for creative expression, to build my business, to promote my events, to share my podcast, which is the only thing I'll still do this month. Maybe. Not sure yet. Maybe. And also to entertain myself. Because honestly, who doesn't love a funny Gen X meme? And I'm telling you, I can get addicted to those. Those pull me down a rabbit hole. Anything about the 80s and 90s will pull me down a rabbit hole. But all of this stuff isn't a priority for me right now. Not right now. The priority is to take back the stolen hours that my screen time app has called me out on and put focused, inspired action on a vision I've been ignoring, friendships and relationships that have been neglected, and a few other important projects that I'm working on. And the truth, I'm super excited about this social media repose. And I'm not putting any pressure on myself either to come out of this with a roster of checks on a mile-long to-do list. That's not the point of this. I just need space. And what I truly want to experience is intentional presence, just as I shared in last week's podcast episode, which now, when I think about it, was really foreshadowing what was to come for me this week. So thank you to my intuition for bringing that to my awareness. So in regards to the podcast, I have a bit of a different creative direction I'd like to take this month with some shorter biography type episodes that will highlight some pretty cool badass historical women that you may or may not have heard of. That's the idea anyway, some short kind of biography type episodes. And I'm not sure if I'll share them every single week this month because, you know, presence, uh, but that's the plan. And I'm actually quite excited about it because honestly, I've dug into some of these historical women and they have some really cool She Starts Now stories that I want to share with you. So before I sign off, I want to leave you with this question. Are you ready for it? What's your cheese? (laughs) What's your cheese? And I'm not asking if you prefer brie over camembert. I'm just asking, what's the thing you keep going back to, even though you know it's going to hurt, right? Even though you know it's going to hurt. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's a relationship or a job. 
or maybe it's actually cheese, who knows, <laughs> or chocolate or whatever food, alcohol. Hey, that's a big one, right? Maybe it's alcohol. What's your cheese? And I'd really like you to take some time to think about this, or you might already know instantly, which really is the case for many of us. And if you feel inspired to share it with me, but not on social media right now, you can email me at hello at JackieDumain.com. And I really mean that. I really love when you guys reach out to me and share feedback and and tell me that a certain episode has made an impact on your life. It It just really, really warms my heart. So don't be afraid to reach out. So there you have it. I am about to engage in a bit of a social media break here and reconnect with the concept of presence. And my friends, I wish that for you too. I'll see you on the other side. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to this episode of the She Starts Now podcast. If you've been inspired and want to join a community of brave, action-taking women, I invite you to join the She Starts Now movement, where you'll get the support, the tools, and the encouragement you need to create a courageous life. Head over to shestartsnow.com for more details. Until then, keep blooming, and I'll see you right back here for the next episode.